Welcome back to the Strictly Footy Podcast, boys. Or should I say, Tom's take. Tom's take. Um, obviously, I'm here by myself. Um, you know, I don't have my Robin. Well, he probably thinks he's a Batman, but... You know, he's not next to me. He's not here. Just me and you. So, ladies and gentlemen, get keen. Get keen, because we've got some... Uh, some super pods coming for you. Um, obviously, we've been talking about introducing uh, some more content for some time now, a couple of weeks now. Um, but I mean, off the back of the news that was spun around today, I think, you know, especially for me specifically, and I mean, probably even Jared too, this would be a great conversation for us two to have. But oh, Tom's first take, Tom's first take is that. The signing of Samuela and Latu Fainu from the Manly Seagulls has gone and changed the future of this club overnight. Now, two weeks ago, two weeks ago, you're looking at a club that has got a management crisis, um, has no halves for next year, and as of recently, looking at losing a ton of young players due to a fallout between player managers and Benji Marshall and Scott Fulton, right? Then overnight, overnight, well, not really overnight, but this afternoon, it is announced by Danny Widler of Channel 9 that Latu and Samuel Afanu have agreed to join the West Tigers on a four-year deal beginning from 2024. Now, you can imagine me at work, almost fell off my ladder when I got the notification in my ear from, from Jared um, saying that the deal was done. And now, obviously, it'd been, it'd been reported ages ago that they that Latu specifically had been signed. Nothing about Samuela. Um, and that was in a reported swap for Talao. Now, that may still happen, but I, I highly doubt it. Um, I don't really see why Manly, whose season is most likely over, would, would really want to bring Talao over early. Especially without Turbo there. Um, but who knows? I mean, who knows? Take him early if you want. You know, plug him in your system early. Let him get to know the players, the playing group, going into next year, whatever. If I'm the Tigers, though, I'm a thousand percent trying to get Latu Fainu before the August 7 deadline. Um, so they've got about two, oh, not even. Yeah, probably probably just over two weeks. Just over two weeks, um, and that's the deadline. So they got just over two weeks to try and get a swap deal or manage some deal to get that done. Will they? I don't know. I would really hope so because from the reports that we've obviously heard coming out of Tiger Camp for the last couple of weeks is that Wakem won't be retained. Obviously, Brooks has gone to Manly. You know, Laurie's apparently going back to Penrith, so there's another option. Um, Adam Dewey's going through rehab for the entire 2024 season, according to Tim Sheens. So they have no halves. And now Will Smith's on a training trial. He probably he wasn't even planning to play this year in top grade. I think the injuries have just got so bad um, that he's had to be plugged in. But, man, how does this shape the Tigers' future. Now, take away from Latu and all his hype 
take away from all that right, for a second the fact that people are comparing him to the next Benji and liking him to all this, that, and the other. Take away from that, right? 12 months ago, not even 12 months ago, I say six months ago, right? The Tigers give Adam Dewey an extension and all the all the rumor coming up across various news platforms is that Luke Brooks will be re-signed, right? Tim Sheens comes out and says he wants Brooks re-signed, you know, and then it's a, probably like, will they bring back Wakeham now because he's been playing well next to Brooks and blah, 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 right? So it looks like they're going to run it back with a team that's running 17th right now, or at least a half spirit, right? So fast forward a couple weeks, a couple months, Luke's, Luke Brooks signs with Manly. Now... This comes after, obviously, the rumours circling about Latu and Talao and whatnot. But the Brooks deal gets officially announced by Manly, right? No Latu deal is done. No Latu deal is done. So, therefore, the Tigers have no halves on the book for next year. Technically. Because Dewey won't play. No halves. That is nuts. They were going to go into next year with no halves. Apart from Lachlan Galvin, who was going to get promoted. And still will get promoted. But, Brooks still gets announced, Tigers fans going, hang on, where on earth is Fainu? Surely that's going to get announced soon, given that Talao has also been announced for 2024. It all goes silent. And then we get reports a couple of weeks later saying the Dolphins are now in the lead. Gus goes and meets with their older brother in jail. It all seems like it's fallen down for the Tigers. It seems like it's completely broken apart. The last ditch hope was that Benji Marshall meeting that they had. And then all of a sudden, all this controversy comes out saying that Benji may be sacked. Then there's rumours about Des Hasler. You know, he signed with the Titans to bring them over. They meet with Wayne Bennett, everyone calling it the irresistible offer. Well, the 74 nil defeat even happens, you know. Every possible thing that could go wrong for the Tigers in centres has gone wrong. Except for the man with the five-year plan, Benji Marshall. Benji Marshall has recruited two of the top under-21 talents in this competition to fit the timeline of not only his coaching regime, but the current pathways and squad that the Tigers having have heading into the future. So I've written down all the ages for the roster of 2024. I've written down the significant ones. I'm not going to throw in like the Clemmers and the Batemans who'll be 30 and Appy who'll be 32, right? That wouldn't be worthwhile. They'll be there and I hope they continue to be there because Bateman's on a four-year deal, so obviously he's going to be there. Clemmers on quite a lengthy deal. Appy is someone I want to get to in a second. But my whole thing is, obviously, I've said a number of times, Latu's going to save my club, right? Latu's going to say my club. But this, I think this roster is something special. Regardless of Latu, how good he's going to be. Have a listen to this roster. So obviously we've got next year. Next year, these are all going to be the ages I'll hit next year. Right? Latu Fanu, 19 years old. Talons of Silver, one of my favorite. Bias aside, one of my favorite young players in this comp. 19. Josh Folletti, 20. Samuel Afanu, 20. Justin Matamua, 21. Junior Tupo, 21. Fanua Bole, 22. Jareen Buller, 22. Sean Bloor, 23. Stefano Utolikamanu, 24. Stafford Toa, 24. Isaiah Papali'i, 26. 
if I can quickly put that into a calculator without boring you guys out, the average age for that squad is nuts. Is nuts. So we had a couple of 19s, a 20, uh, two 20s, a couple of 21s, we had two 22s, we had a 23, two 24s, and a 26. How many players is that? Three, six, nine, 12 players. Average age of 21.75 for a squad that is only, at the start of the next preseason, one year into a five-year succession plan. Throw in Lachlan Galvin in there. Throw in a lot of players in there. They're cooking. I know the media bashes the club. They bash the owners, and rightfully so. They they bash the chairman, they bash the CEO. I don't agree with personal attacks, but being critical of the things they've done and the way they've run the club, I think that's fair enough, right? But, man. Man. 21.75. So, rounded up to 22. An average age of 22 between 12 core players of your squad. Those players will all play first grade next year, and I can almost guarantee they'll all be there round one next year. That is nuts. Nuts. Now, people will probably be very skeptical of, you know, this kid's so unproven. You know, he didn't look the best in the under-19s cup. Uh, origin, sorry. You know, he's shown flashes in cup, but hasn't really grown into his own. I just... I just want you to know that obviously there's a whole saying of talent fails talent fails to work hard oh, hard work beats talent when talent fails to work hard, right? There's that old fashioned saying Latu Fanu, Samuel Fanu. Don't forget him either. Latu Fanu is the big headlining act, right? But Samuel Fanu has that dog in him. And I know I know I say this though, but he does. He does. He's nice. I watched his debut and he is a monster. I think if... I, th- I So, we'll talk about how the squad layout going into next year. But Latu Fainu and Samuel Lafainu have not only put this club's future into a better position, but have put their right now into a better position. Because they're not going to be throwing three years, 600 grand a year at Mitchell Pearce, at Blake Austin, at Brodie Croft, because they've got their six for the future. Now, who's the seven? It's probably a question that's going to come up now. If you're not tuned into Tigers news every night like I am, you probably wouldn't know that Aiden Caesar's probably on the way. He's got a few medical tests to pass and the contract will be officially signed. Now, for the couple things I've heard, it's about a one plus one kind of deal with some form of option, whether it's a mutual option, player option, or team option, on almost a minimum salary. Now that 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 is nuts. If they get Aiden Caesar on a minimum salary, they have Latu Fainu being mentored by not only Aiden Caesar, who's a current player, but Benji Marshall, who's one of the greatest sixes of all time and our club's greatest player of all time. Mate, he is I th- understand the whole facade about, you know, the whole narrative the Tigers can't develop players. Every single player that goes to the Tigers gets worse. 
Right, Ipat probably been underwhelming this season, but he's not playing his right role. Babin, I think, has been immense. Clemmer, I thought, put himself in origin conversations. Appy Coruscant, that that three out of four games that the Tigers won, Appy Coruscant was almost the best player in the comp for that period. Right? Jareem Buller, superstar in the making. I'm, and we'll get, we'll get to this in a second. I've got a lot to talk about. And fit that into 20, 25 minutes. But, I just think Latu Fainu has helped this club make so many decisions now. So many decisions in terms of reta- reten- retention, player retention, and player recruitment. I think the 28, 29-year-old players who were getting a little bit of bench run or getting a few starts here and then, I think they're not, they're not part of the plans that much anymore. Right? I think... Latu Fainu and Samuel Fainu, being teenagers currently, have set the timeline for this squad. They've given the club more direction, and they're going to follow Benji's vision. And Tigers fans, it may take another couple of years, but at least we have something to be excited for now. We really do. We really do. Now, so you get Aiden Caesar and Latu Fainu in. All right? I've kind of sketched up what next year's squad will be looking like currently. Um, and let's just say, it, it may not be finals contender year one, but, but man. All right, so, whew, sorry, I'm very overwhelmed. I'm very excited. So, fullback Dream Buller. Now, superstar in the making, obviously, will be there. I've currently got Charlie Staines with an asterisk and Junior Tupo. Charlie Stane's asterisk because he doesn't have a contract for next year at the club. Um, I would be re-signing him to grow with this young core. But, obviously we'll see how it goes. Faletti, Toa. Now, they're the centres. And they will be the centres. I'm a big believer in Stafford Toa. I'm a huge believer. I think that month of footy that he showed where he was tearing the cob apart, even six weeks, I think that's enough to persist with. And I think it'll pay dividends when you do. It will, right? Because he has lost that whole combination he had on that edge. Bateman moved in the middle. Brooks got injured, which forced Wakeham to play like a roaming half. A ton of things happened, right? They're missing Knopf. They're missing. They're missing Knopf on that edge too. Don't forget that, right? Just let's let Stafford be. He's a machine. Latu Fanu six. Aiden sees a seven. Is that a is that a halves pairing that takes you to the finals? We'll have to see. I think they're the perfect contrasting halves if you if you're looking at fit. Latu Fainu, a running six, a game breaking six, an attacking force. Aiden Caesar happy to sit back and just move the team around the park. Stefano Utukamanu, David Clemmer in the front row, Appy Corusel at nine. Appy is going to do wonders for Latu Fainu. Wow. Wow. Stefano, Clemmer, heaps of go forward. It may finally have some attacking prowess to play off their offloads. Isaiah Papali'i, John Bateman in the back row. And I've elected to go for Justin Matamore at lock. Now, obviously, the back row is set for a few years. I'm talking three or four years, right? Justin Matamore, I think, is the highest upside forward we have in this club. Serious. His ball playing is ridiculous. But he has the running game to run 150 metres a game. So if I... No disrespect, Jake Trebojevic. He's got the 
one of the best ball playing games in the comp. He won't run 150 meters. I think Matamua. I don't know who he. I think he's such a unique player. He almost reminds me of like a cross between Tamalola and Isaiah Yo. It's nuts. He is nuts, and I would really love to see the club stick him in there and give him a real go. I got 14. I got Talon De Silva, Fanua Bole, Sean Bloor, and Samuel Afanu. Alex Tall, I think, will be will be recommended elsewhere. The same as what happened with Joao Fangioli. Um They're not going to bring Samuel Afanu over on a four-year deal and not play him. I think Sean Bloor has shown enough through the middle. I think that was a big thing. He's shown so much playing through the middle that he'll be another middle forward off that bench along with Fanua Bole. Samuel Afanu is a bit of a plug-and-play guy. Chuck him out anyway. You can always move Bateman in the middle if you need to, or IPAP. Or Matamore. Like, doesn't matter. Talon De Silva, I think as Appy gets up there in age, De Silva's minutes will definitely increase. Um, and he's a force. He's a beast. People comparing him to Robbie Farrell, I don't see Robbie Farrell in his game. I honestly see more Appy. And that's scary. If you have two Appies in one team, that's that's scary times. Um, but yeah, that squad looks really solid for me. Not necessarily a finals contender next year, but... Years to come, most definitely. Man, I'm so excited for this future now. I think Benji's got exactly what he wants with this club. I think if they can agree to settle things down with Fulton and Marshall, I think their relationship is going to be key to building this club right back up. You've got veteran leaders like Appy, Clemmer, Bateman in that locker room, grand finalist Papali'i, Caesar. You know, this is going to be nuts. This team has potential, I think, to be... What the Brisbane Broncos were last year, where they failed to make the top four, I think this is what this team has potential to be. Really do. They are they are a really exciting squad. I am really, really, really excited for the future of the Tigers. And I haven't been able to say that for a while. But, wow. It's it's looking really good. It's looking really good. And I think you've got to give the CEO and the chairman a pat on the back. They've been able to get this done. They've let Benji do what he wants, which has always been the plan. And I'm buzzing, man. I'm buzzing. I think this is one of the biggest signings. These two are one of the biggest coups. And quite some time for this club. Quite some time. I'm just really, really keen to watch this team play. Now, I thought... There was probably another thought that I had that I that I, that's kind of slipped my mind. Um, just just probably in reference to signing older players, I'm not against it, but to a degree, I think the club's still going to try to offload Nofaluma, who's on about 600k next year. Offload Laurie, I think they're still going to try offload a lot of these big money forwards. Um, they're going to try to get Safarth off. They're going to clear up cap. And I know it was a clickbait post by Clarky today a bit. But they're going to make a run of paying ass. <laughs> and if they can come out and smash it at the start of next year, then they're going to put themselves in a great position to lure big names over. Oh, that's also what I was going to say. The Justin Holbrook thing, mate, they're going to bring him in as an assistant. I don't know why the media loves to continue to blow up these stories, but it's not worth it and it was never happening. But if they do bring in Justin Holbrook on this coaching staff, I think that is a great move as well. I think that is a great move. 
I just think these two have repelled the Tigers to the best future in the NRL. You'll probably put the Warriors in there. People will probably argue the Dogs. People will probably argue the Titans. The Broncos are still very young. I'll probably have the Broncos maybe just ahead right now. But wow. If you're, if you're talking about a team with a lot of room in their cap that has the potential to do something very special, it's this team. It's this team. They just got back their coaches in now. They've got to back their players in. They've got to get all the politics away from this club. And they just got to let their football do the talking. No more 360 interviews. No more SEN interviews. No more propaganda and self-advertisement. Just let your football do the talking. Like Tim Sheen said today, the winds will shut the noise up. The winds will shut everything up. The noise will quiet down once this team starts winning. And I think they have the program in place now to really win. To really win. Um, I'm just so excited. I'm so excited. I'm really interested um, to see what happens in terms of player salaries, to see what happens there. But I, Tigers fans, I think today is a day to be really happy. Really, really happy. Be very proud to be a Tigers fan today. Put your jersey on. They've beaten out Wayne Bennett and the Dolphins, which, you know, six months ago, if they said, oh, they only just beat out Wayne Bennett, I would have said, it's not hard, but it's hard. Today's a great day for the future of our club. And we may look back on this day, similar to the Kawhi Leonard Toronto trade, like, we got one. It changed the history of our franchise. Changed the history of this club. These boys have a lot of potential. If Latu doesn't come out and play like Cam Munster in year one, let him grow. Trust in the process and trust in the team. Alright, boys and girls. Tom's take. What's his verdict? Tom's take. The perfect signing. But my take is that this is more than just Latu and Samuela. This is Benji's vision his direction, and the new timeline for the club. Thank you so much for listening. Let me know you know, what you guys think of this signing, if you are really Latu believers or not, Samuela believers or not. But man, I'm very, very excited, and I think this is a big, big step in the right direction for the Tigers. I think they're going to surprise a lot of people next year. Um, and I think, don't underrate Caesar either as a as a partnership with Latu. But that's Tom's take. Tom's take is that the Tigers have the best future in the NRL now. Yeah, I said it. The Tigers have the best young core and young future in the in, in the NRL. That's Tom's take. I'll see you boys next week. Take care. Stay blessed. Much love. Jared's, Jared's will be out tomorrow. I, I don't know what he's going to do, but it'll be out. Alright? Anyway, boys, I'll catch you. Oh, boys and girls, I'll catch you later. Latu Fanu, Samuel Afanu, Benji Marshall, you've saved my club.